We are back. It's the Joe Holka Show presented by Underdog Fantasy. For some reason, most of the field still plays these short slates, these small slates, similarly to how they play the main slate. We're going to take advantage in 2021. Seven reasons small slates can be massively profitable in DFS. But before we dig in, I would like to thank the sponsor of this video, RunTheSims.com, a premium fantasy tool site for season-long DFS and prop betting. A new spin on fantasy sports and DFS tools where we're leaning on 10,000 simulations for each game as the primary value driver. And as many of you may know, I was so impressed with what they're building run the sims is now the official tools partner of the joe holka show the exact optimizer and data that i'll be using to construct my own DraftKings and FanDuel lineups all season long we talk about this a lot around here but anytime you can find one system that just simplifies everything into one easy to use product that's going to be incredibly valuable for every level of players so if you'd like to make the smart move like many of the community have already done feel free to use the link in the description below and join us in leveraging the next frontier of lineup optimizers and simulation tools which by the way that link does support the channel so thank you and if you'd like $50 off on your NFL season bundle, be sure and use code Holka at checkout. I'm also giving away four NFL jerseys at the end of the month. Absolutely free to join if you register at Pristine Auction with, you guessed it, code Holka or the link in the pinned comment of this video. All of this literally takes less than 30 seconds to enter. Don't be lazy. If we can impress these guys enough, I bet we get to give away a lot of stuff during the NFL season as well. Mystery boxes. That's what I want. All right, let's do this. Seven reasons smaller slates can be massively profitable. Number one, fewer people care. But why? Here's why. The prize pool are smaller. There's less cash game action out there for the pros to care. A lot of laziness. It's Sunday. Get me to the couch. Get me to the bar. Anything but sitting at my computer longer after kickoff. There's also less content or good content out there. Now, the first few points are pretty self-explanatory. So here's a quick rant. Coming close. I shit on DFS content a lot, mostly because I personally believe that 99% of it is not good or published way too early to be good. So just be aware that your favorite YouTuber or your favorite article that comes out on a Wednesday, probably not helping you as much as you think. The second reason to play short slates is they act as a natural hedge. I've heard Adam Levitan talk about this a lot over the years, and there's just something magical about getting access, at least in a smart way, to situations that you can't just quite justify your teams on the main slate. The best example that I always think about is if you're fading Derrick Henry on main slate, maybe he's extremely popular. That's pretty scary. So at that point, maybe you just want to live on a slate where Derrick Henry just doesn't even exist. Been there. In fact, my graph would look a lot better if I guess didn't fight the Derrick Henry thing as long as I did. But we're getting off track here. Reason number three to play short slates, it's easy to identify the top leverage spot. That's a good thing, because let's be honest, DFS players are way too confident about the probability of the most likely scenario. We've talked about this a million times, but it's why the chalk just condenses so heavily around very few paths on a given week of NFL, especially in smaller field GPPs, which I do highly recommend. But back to short slates, it's not uncommon to see players reach 70 plus percent ownership in smaller field GPPs. The environment is similar to single entry three max in some ways, but it's almost on steroids. But I kind of believe that the strategy is similar. If you can identify that main leverage spot, just understanding that the common lineup construction that's going to come using that player, he might even be the first player in for a lot of people building teams for these short slates. One of the things that I'm going to be doing at Run the Sims is running optimals. And I want to find a different type of roster construction that at least makes sense. That might not give me that top medium projection out Outcome, but it's going to make me different by default. Reason number four to play short slates on DraftKings and FanDuel, it's a lot easier to take a stand on a single outcome, a game, a team, stacks, even onslaughts, very encouraged. We'll get there. But the odds of just one team going absolutely crazy on a short slate, a pie in which everyone eats and fewer decisions even have to be made, actually pretty high with only a few games happening. On main slate GPPs, it's probably more acceptable, or at least defensible, to single stack. On short slates, you have to load up, overstack, onslaught, whatever you got to do. Not only because that's probably probably optimal, 
but also because not enough people are doing it to the extremes. The fifth reason to play short slates on DraftKings and FanDuel is it's really easy to stack in a unique way. We've talked a lot about size already, but one strategy that's significantly underutilized is attacking perceived negative correlations. So adding running backs to your stack. Some people just don't want to do that. I'm not necessarily just talking about like a bell cow, but instead consider a more fragile workload where something breaks right. Why would we do that? Because you need that outlier performance. A guy that exceeds his traditional expectation, ideally in the one game that goes crazy. Sometimes adding that to your stack can make you different by default. Sacrificing medium projection for more uniqueness and leverage is insanely important in today's DFS meta. Identifying the team that you need on a short slate far exceeds any negative correlation that you take on. If anything else, stack differently. This applies to short slates as well. Another way to gain leverage is to identify a chalky secondary piece to your stack and just play the direct pivot. Maybe it's Gabriel Davis instead of Cole Beasley at a 25% ownership discount. Absolutely huge on a short slate. Bonus points of injury concerns are the only thing depressing that pivot's ownership as well. Don't be scared. It's going to be okay. Or not. And you get absolutely wrecked. That's going to happen. Reason number six to play short slates on DraftKings and FanDuel is that you can actually justify leaving a lot more salary on the table. A lot of times the pricing is extremely soft anyway on these short slates. It can help draw in a casual player who slept through lock, who was just too hungover to build a lineup, all of that stuff. But like showdown slates, it's a lot more important to be unique than just jam in a higher projected combination that fits. The one thing I will continue to say when it comes to this though, is it doesn't matter how leveraged your lineup is if it doesn't have enough upside to win. So there's a little bit of feel here in GPPs and it depends on your contest field size like anything else, but leaving salary on the table gets you off that standard optimal construction, generally a plus EV decision. Reasons to play short slates, number seven, these special short slates. They draw a lot of casual attention. We're talking preseason, Thanksgiving, playoff slates. These are the best slates of the entire year. More on this another time. But to bring it all home, many people are attacking these short slates like the main slate. Don't be one of those people.